Buenos dias. Welcome to the People Power Everything podcast. I am your host, John Dallas, and I believe that there is power in the masses. The goal of this podcast is to talk about that power, how we can help it manifest itself for all of us, and some lessons I've learned along the way. Welcome to this week's episode called Connecting for Results, Relationships Rule. Over the past three decades, I've been learning, learning about technology and how things work. While that's interesting and really stimulating, the technology is secondary to what's really important. People, the humans we work with every day, they're the ones that we rely on, who support us and help us all achieve greatness. We don't do it alone. And I'm not the only one to say it. A colleague of mine in IT, thanks Martin, sent a few of us an article called Why IT's Relationships Matter More Than Its Technical Prowess. Assuming our IT team has technical prowess. I think it does. But in the dynamic realm of tech, the pulse that success beats, not just within the circuits and code, but often overlooked fabric of relationships. As organizations grapple with the relentless pursuit of project speed, performance, quality, a profound truth emerges. The true power of IT lies in investing time to foster stronger human connections. Venturing into that heart of IT success, we unearth the pivotal role of relationships. Successful projects and programs aren't solitary endeavors. They thrive on the collaborative synergy of cross-functional teams. People work together. A decade-old study at YPRO talks to this truth. A 50% increase in project familiarity correlates with a 19% drop in defects and a 30% reduction in budget deviations. A testament to the proposition that solid relationships within IT drive not only efficiency, but a significant cost savings. Imagine that. Building solid relationships will not only make it take less time, but save money. Like, oh my God. I'm shocked that we don't already work this way everywhere. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be as intuitive as it sounds. I recently did some training that underlined, not everything that counts is counted and not everything that is counted counts. That rings true in the realm of human motivation in technology. We know that happier people produce better results, but for some reason, we keep being told that our smiles barometer isn't enough. Well, maybe it is. One of the really important outcomes of building relationships is that they build trust we should all try to build trust and support well-being. In my time as a leader of a bunch of different teams, my goal has always been to build teams that don't need me anymore. After a certain amount of time, of course. I love working with all my teams. But I always want people to outgrow the need to have me around. I try to teach teams to work together, to learn from each other, even if they aren't working on the same things. And I want them to work through their issues on their own without needing a boss type to tell them what's best. While encouraging teamwork and accountability, 
I'm also really careful to encourage balance. I once gave a staff member member a bonus gift card for taking a Friday off. It was that important. We need to take the time. We need that balance. And having good relationships with our partners at work helps. And my favorite way of underlining the importance of well-being is always to ask, who benefits from you burning out? Really? The answer is nobody. If we burn out, we don't benefit ourselves, obviously, but nor do we benefit those we work with. We don't benefit the business or the organization you work for. Everybody loses. So I tend to follow that up with an order to relax, which has to rank as my favorite thing to command and probably the favorite thing to come from me. But all this has a few big effects. First, the team learns that they can rely on not only themselves being good enough, but each other. I trust them to do their jobs and to ask for help when they need it. Also, I get to promote a fair amount of people who become really great peers. This has happened multiple times in the past. But it also gives me the opportunity to explore all sorts of new things. New things in my current job or with another job that I would never get the chance to if I felt I had to constantly monitor my people. It's really a win-win-win. Furthermore, relationships enhance coordination and learning within teams. Effective communication, a byproduct of strong relationships, ensures that team members understand when and how to communicate, leading to better coordination of activities. When you work with someone enough, you get to know their patterns, their preferences, and their potential. Sometimes you don't even need to talk. A smile, a wink, a look, it's enough. And that can even go virtual. A little ping, and people know what you're talking about because you have a good relationship with them. And you've learned to see what the other's saying. And relationships also enable teams to tap into the knowledge of each individual, what they bring to the task and to the table. It reduces the time and effort required to unearth valuable insights and innovation. The knowledge sharing aspect becomes particularly crucial in dynamic and innovative work environments. When people want to move fast, you better be communicating well. But what about people who work remotely? Are they at a disadvantage? As someone who's done it for the last 15 years, I can say with confidence, maybe. It really all depends on the environment and people. If someone else is in the same office every day and nobody uses the technology and they never see anyone in person, that person's definitely at a disadvantage. But if you spend time with people every so often, see each other live, this is important even from someone who loves to work remote, seeing people live face-to-face, it's important. It's just the timing that doesn't have to be once a week or twice a week or three days a week, whatever the the quote-unquote hybrid model is. I have a different idea of hybrid. I want to see people every so often That might mean every month, two months, six months, 
And for a certain period of time, it depends on what the need is, what the project is. And then we keep in touch afterwards with all the great tech. And the great tech might be a phone call. Some of the best environments I worked in included a morning phone call. 15 minutes, beginning of the day, whenever we were kind of booting up, looking at our email, chatting about what's going on during the day. It didn't have to be live. It just had to be together. The point is we need to nurture relationships. We need to develop them. And if we do, there's absolutely no reason why they can't flourish, no matter where people are. At the end of the day, relationships are about the people involved that get together to be better in many ways. And if there's anything we know for sure, it's that people power everything. I hope you like this podcast, a little shorter than the last one, uh, but I hope you have the opportunity to develop some great relationships at work. It's a good place to make friends. Yep, friends. Um, I don't like calling it a family. There might be some behaviors that are family-like, but you know, families don't lay off family members. It doesn't happen. So don't compare a family to your place of work. Have fun. Develop great relationships, some amazing friendships. They're great sources of fun. Platonic love for people, real love, uh, real, not real love, but... Um, because friendship love is love. But romantic love, that happens. But those relationships not only give us joy and pleasure in what we do every day, but they also protect us from the effects of stressful situations. There are uh, studies out about this. I've talked about it before, but uh, if you're interested, look up the... Uh, Karasek Theorel model, um, 1990 is when it's from, which clearly shows in work environments where people have little decision-making capability of, over what they do, little autonomy, and they have high workloads, which can be very stressful situations, they really need at least one person, one person that can support them. And when they have that support, it drastically reduces the effects of stressors on them and the effects of the stressful situation and jobs on their health. So look for that. Build the relationships. It's worth it both professionally and personally. Have a great day and week ahead.